0: Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast may contain explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast and your host, Matt Persima.
0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It's a Friday edition of the podcast, the first Friday in a while that we have had a, a guest on the, on the pod here after a couple weeks of, uh, you know, taking a little vacation, celebrating the Rams Super Bowl win back in February. It is now mid-March, and uh, we're trying to get back on schedule here, uh, back on the podcast train tuesdays with just me rambling away and then friday's trying to bring people on to talk to uh just have a long-form conversation with maybe talk about what's going on but uh, usually talking about people and their journey just um just a fun friday filled fun-filled conversation typically is what we do uh but today we're gonna have someone on who's been on here before uh, my very good friend fred Monteblanco, someone that uh, he and I both agree, back uh, back in high school and such, we never saw each other becoming the uh, very good friends that we uh, ended up becoming today and still are. We love to jab each other and uh, give each other a very hard time, but our friendship has grown over the years. And I wanted Freddie on today to kind of kick things back for us here on the podcast. I talked Tuesday about, you know, just uh opening up more saying my opinions maybe uh bringing some people on who have uh, other opinions too or whatever or some very strong opinions of their own uh fred's a guy that never holds back i'm trying to not hold back as much these days although i'm not trying to look for fights i'm looking you know i love everyone i'm a, I'm a friendly guy you guys know that anyway uh, enough of that stuff um uh, fred comes on he has his his own style. I have my own style. We believe in a lot of the same things, not everything exactly, uh, but um, he's a great guy. He hasn't been on the podcast since August uh, of 2020. So almost two years now, over a year and a half. So I thought let's bring on Fred. I'd love to have him on at least once a year, but it's been a while. So let's bring him on the podcast. I have a little special intro for my good friend and I can't wait to bring him on. So let's not waste any more time. Let's have a fun uh, f- fun filled, uh, conversation with my good friend, Freddie Monablanco. Today's guest on the Get Home Safe podcast is making his third appearance. He's a 5'8 cruiserweight out of Lake Elsinore, California, also representing Peru. He's a social media justice warrior, a boxing as well as UFC expert. He has the belt to prove it. He's also a fake news reporter for CNN. He illegally uses facts and data to win fights. He's a nightmare. He's the Peruvian prince. He's Freddy. Kruger Simonko. my man, what is up, brother?
1: What an intro there! I love it. You should have, <laughs> uh, from the University of Three JCs, you forgot that. But other than that, I, we'll I was it. gonna
0: go participation trophy for <laughs> his uh three weeks in community college, actually, uh, transferred you know, athletically and such. But hey, here we are, my brother. What's going on? Think- it's been like a year and a half since I chatted with you on the podcast.
1: It's been a while. It's been a while, man. I'm glad to be back.
0: Dude, we, I've, I have texted you probably for the past 12 months. I mean, like, hey, are you going to come back on? You're going to come back on. But you're a busy man. You're a, a, a tyrannical hard worker. Uh, you're a guy that's always on the road and, and working, trying to make that money.
1: That uh, that's, sounds about right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for our care youth league uh, people out there i forgot to say that uh fred fred was a proud uh, member of the the indian braves uh, i think they're changing their name to the commander soon but uh yeah uh, i was gonna also-
1: say that doesn't sound politically correct anymore
0: <laughs> uh no but he is also f- uh, from the class of 2005 a real hondo prep as many of our guests are uh fred you've uh, been on this podcast a few times first time was just audio second time we did a zoom, but just posted audio. This time yeah. you're getting the full show, man. You're getting, uh, you're getting the, the star treatment here as your third well, appearance here.
1: I, I had a out for a bigger contract. So finally got it from get home safe. You know, that's right. Uh, all three viewers are going to watch this. Uh, I was one of them. So two other people, but <laughs> I'm here. The
0: same, <laughs> the same agent <laughs> as Aaron Rogers. I believe if I'm not mistaken. Hey, so. I just
1: need 200 million.
0: <laughs> that's right we pay in bitcoin here on the podcast uh, unfortunately we don't have uh, too many properties yeah, just pay both.
1: me pay me in gas and i'll be
0: happy buddy gas cards absolutely <laughs> we, we we pay uh we pay seven gallons an hour or whatever it is <laughs> seven gallons that would be like that'd be like seventy dollars uh yeah. anyway fred um man it's been a while um you know you and i text almost every day uh usually about something somebody said um somewhere the news um, our friendship has grown and I mentioned in the intro, you know, way back when you and I both, it was mutual. We never thought we would be as good of friends as we are.
1: Never, never. <laughs> it, it's funny how the world works man.
0: <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say mortal enemies or anything, but just, yeah, we, we were, we were on two different, two different streets and, uh, uh, you were close with my brother, Sam. And people have heard this before, but we'll say it again. And then, uh, you know, you, you helped push my car one time when I ran out of gas. Some things never change. Here we are in 2022, <laughs> gas shortages. Uh, and your mom made you help because you, you you wanted to keep driving. You saw who I was and wanted to keep driving.
1: Yeah. I acted like a North uh, Korean dictator and uh, told me I had to help you. I go, why do I have to help them? Let them figure it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well uh, i wore this hat uh, on tuesday but i'm wearing it again in honor of you uh you I got me this that. hat uh for for one of the I, I don't know christmas gift you got me you give me one one every four years i think um it says <laughs> back-to-back world war champs hopefully, uh, hopefully we're
1: not going for a three-peat this time around
0: yeah i think back-to-back <laughs> is enough you know what uh we don't need that third prize too much destruction going on too much the world. too
1: much uh
0: we have so much to get to uh, but Fred, what is, what's new with you? Um, I, I know, uh, like I said, you're you're down in Elsinore. Um, you've worked a few different, uh, I, I don't know. What, what, how's business going? So with the, the business
1: industry? is, how do I say it? You go from being a small business owner, which I was to, I say yeah. I'm self-employed now. Completely different. As we talked a while back, uh, gas prices, for those that don't know, I'm in the uh, transportation industry. So I do a lot of, uh, airport transportation along with, uh, contracts with these, uh, what is it called worker comp cases? So patients that have to go to and from appointments and, and to their home. But, um, as everyone knows, gas is just, it's taking a, taking a big chunk out of my, uh, disposable income, as you could say. So,
0: well, it cuts into the profits for sure. Um, for sure. I, I drive Uber and Lyft still um, it's side work for me. It's not my main thing, but it's, well, I would, I would, I would say that I do make a a good chunk of my overall income through it. And I am, yeah. Losing money like everyone else is with um, this, this gas hike. And we're not talking uh, you know, it's, it's hilarious to me listening to people around the country talk about, man, it's $4. And I'm like, how is it in California? We (laughs) we have almost double the amount in price here. Yeah. I mean,
1: and it goes back to everything, you know, it's funny. I was going to say not to get too political here as I'm wearing my Latinos for Trump hat, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. All these regulations, all these taxes, it it definitely, they're there. Those two things are not friendly to uh, business owners or just to people in general at this point. Everyone's hurting. Everyone's hurting.
0: Everyone is big time. um, And and you hate to, jump on here and complain about your life um, and I've kind of catch myself the other day but you know what I am not uh, a wealthy person I wouldn't even consider myself uh, middle class I am uh, I'm uh, what was that the 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 decks of the Titanic they're all the way at the bottom that's probably the the ticket I could afford uh, so I I, I know so I'm that about to grab has...
1: a random kid right now and uh, save myself
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a father of this stri- child yeah um, I I I think what people don't understand, people do understand, is um, these this inflation, these hikes in prices and everything. This hurts poor people the most. I mean, you know what? Uh, you got rents and groceries and things. This hurts. Uh, this hurts everybody. And the people it's who have some the money, they're not going to feel it as much.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's exactly what this inflation. And you know me, I'm super outspoken. I've been saying, I've been calling this inflation problem since last year. Um, it seems to be. The Federal Reserve, always, they always have these economists, these, these experts, right? And they're always projecting, but they're never jumping ahead to figure out the solution. So we saw it in December, we saw it in January, we saw it. We just got February's report. It just constantly keeps increasing. And it's just like, when are you guys going to figure it out? This is the result of printing too much money. Absol- that's, that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, so. I think the, the value of dollar has definitely gone down. And if you just look at it from a ratio standpoint, I saw something, uh, it was basically like, okay, it's like, take something simple that everyone can, uh, outside of gas, uh, uh, fast food, a fast food meal uh, was, you know, what, four, you get four or five bucks and you're making, you know, seven or $8 an hour, however many years, 15 years ago, maybe. Yeah. And now the minimum wage is $15 an hour. And the, the uh, you can't get a fast food meal for, you know, less than like 10, well, eight, nine bucks, whatever, 10 bucks. So, uh, you know, depending on if it, if it's you and me in the drive-thru day and we could do some damage <laughs> for sure, but, uh, I'm talking standard one burger, one fries, one drink type of people.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy out there. It's crazy.
0: Why is it? Uh, so let me ask you this because, um, we're in this feelings. Business, this, this, this age of feelings, and I just, I, I just feel better knowing someone else is is at the controls. Or uh, your words, hurt, you know, words hurt me, or whatever. Why is it that, in your opinion, this inflation has gone through the roof? I have, I have to think there's some natural inflation that goes on, um, but at the same time, policy matters. Um, people. During the coronavirus, the pandemic, which which is over, I guess, um, people are talking about how people couldn't go, – we've got to not go to work, and people are now slowly not going back to work. Um, you know what I'm trying to say there? And and it's yeah. just – and then also with gas prices, that's a lot of environmental things and taxes. So uh, do you have anything to add to that?
1: I mean, well, the most obvious, obviously, with inflation, I kind of just touched on it, is just the printing of money. It's just not sustainable. Um, and that, and that brings down the purchasing power of the dollar. So obviously your dollar today is worth a lot less than it was, you know, a year ago. Um, what was your, what was your question again? I'm, <laughs> just I'm just, I'm just all,
0: kind of the reasons for some, I, here's, okay. I'll just get straight to the point here. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, it's not the president's fault. That's not the president's fault that all this is happening. I just like, Wait no, a minute. It, it, no, it, it.
1: It is. And then this is what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of people thinking that gas started going up because of the Russia Ukraine war. That is far from the truth. Yes, that has contributed.
0: It was significant... $5 a couple of weeks. It's been $5. Just,
1: just a week and a half ago, I think. <laughs> so, um, but ultimately, it's, it's just the base of, of economics. It comes down to supply and demand. We were energy independent, you know, under, under the former president. Um, we have the resource, literally, we have oil. So, why are we buying oil from other countries when we have it here? They they want to push this alternative energy, this green energy, but at what cost? Again, it comes at the cost of everyday people like you and I, and it it just it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. First thing, you know, and then for people that say, well, this isn't this doesn't fall under Biden. The first thing he did, if I remember correctly, no, The so first thing you know, this, that that uh, what was it, Keystone Pipeline. You know, gone.
0: He I mean cut those so jobs and he cut, obviously, the high-paying immediately. Exactly. Because so, it was hurting hurting the planet. Well, you know what else is hurting us us here on the planet is the, re- the, the repercussions of all that.
1: And what people don't understand is, like, I'm pretty heavily invested in uh, what you call EV sector, so electric vehicles, is that you still – so if you want to take the uh, we're going to save the planet route, well, guess what? You still have to mine for lithium, cobalt, silver – so you're not, it's just, it's, it's hypocritical. It makes, there's no logic. There's no sense to any of this. And that's what bothers me.
0: I, I think, um, you know, I listen to a lot of uh, Adam Carolla and, and he, he, he thinks pretty logically. I think um, people accuse him of thinking one way or another, he's just a dude really. And, yeah. you know, he was, you know, like the, for an example, do the, the defund the police thing. Okay. Like, oh Okay, we're going to defund the police. They'll like, say, oh, okay, okay, cool. So so what's the alternative? Well, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Cool. Well, no, we're going to defund the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but what's the solution? What are you going to do instead? Well, we're just going to, there's no, sol- there's no secondary plan. There's no step two to these actions. That's just an example. Yeah, but that's no. That's what it they- felt like the past, the past year and a half we've seen. It's just like, we're going to do this. Yeah, but that's going to cause this. Well, we're not going to worry about that. It's like, that's no way to make policy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when you make when you make a change and then there's a a reaction to it or there's something that's already happened, you have to go back and and go, did I make the right choice? And it seems like politicians just oh, they don't deal with the repercussions of their of their choices or leadership if that's what you want to call it. Um and ultimately we all pay for it. And it's just at, at what point and now most most of your viewers know that I lean you know, to the right, um, fiscally. Right. And, and, a lot of things, but at what point do you say, okay. And I think, I think you touched on this on your last, on your last, your last podcast. I thought this guy was the guy for the job. And now I'm saying that I was wrong. When
0: are you going to admit that and take accountability, you know, to right. say, I was, shoot, I was wrong. I, there's so much, no, that's that's absolutely. I'm glad you caught on that because I was like, I try to I try to figure people out. I've always been kind of an observer and, and trying to be like, okay, why does someone feel this way? Or you know, we can have disagreements, but um, if I'm wrong about something, I mean, I've learned at a, at an early age, my parents and care youth league. If I'm wrong about something, you better fess up to it and uh, be accountable. And if you're be accountable, accountability absolutely I mean, yeah. we don't have much accountability it does definitely not from our part politicians um so i, I don't know the, the world's crazy right now um i saw it happen overnight like tuesday night gas shot up to uh, you know this is just here in la okay 550 i went out uh, on the way home it was over six then today i saw some seven dollar sign i'm going this isn't going to stop anytime soon i mean nope. who knows what the, uh, this that's the, the million dollar question which is ironically how much gas costs how much does gas have to get to for people uh, who, who maybe voted one way or who think, oh, this isn't the president's fault or, who, or the administration? How much does gas have to get to for people to go like, you know what? I was wrong. This is a disaster.
1: I think a normal person would say probably soon, but here's the problem. They are so aligned with their political side. Again, it's feelings over logic that they won't. I mean we saw it with the uh, with the recall of Newsom. I mean how much more do you need to see that this guy wasn't doing his job? It didn't matter. People are going to continue if they're blue, they're going to continue voting blue. And 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 also on the on the on the right side. They they do the same thing. It's just like we we got to come back down to logic. We got to come down to to data, to stats, you know, all those things are are important when we're making a decision
0: or when we're, you know, uh, yeah, when we're making a decision. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we all have to make decisions. We, we have to choose a job. We have to choose uh, a significant other. We all date a little bit and there's things like, hey, I was wrong about this and you move on or, or whatever. <laughs> Same thing with a job. I mean, we don't take those things that we do every day into the voting booth or like into yeah. how, you know, and I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying Donald Trump was, uh, you know, some savior or something. I mean, but I kind of had liked what he had done. <laughs> Uh, Whether you like them
1: or not, the the gas price should should be more than enough. Facts over, yeah. Feeling. That's one thing. That's I just choose... one
0: issue. I mean, uh, y- you know what? I don't want my my fireman to to uh, necessarily uh, be a Christian. I don't want my police officer to be a Rams fan. I just want them to I want them to be good at his job, me, do their that's job, it. and uh, and help me. You know. So that's it. That's how I look at things. But but I know maybe I'm just nuts. Maybe I'm. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm, that's.
1: <laughs> Come on now, we don't we don't allow that in Neverland, California.
0: First of all, you, you said "normal" five minutes ago, which I, I, I think a lot of people are offended by. You cannot say that word, and then we've talked about logic here, which doesn't exist. As soon as you cross that Arizona border, uh, <laughs> it, it, it just it, it, logic. No, no, Cal. Okay. I wish other people around the country. I try to express it just how bad California is, especially LA County. And I know you're out uh, down in in the desert uh, you yeah. know, south of here, but where it's a little more free R- but riverside still. county yeah yeah
1: yeah it is uh the mandates almost seem to never have existed out here which is kind of nice um we walk in it's, it's funny because i have my sister she lives down in long beach right so she's in la county i'll drive down there and i'll stop you know put gas or walk into a you know grocery store or whatever oh sir 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 can you please put your mask on wait what why I, I don't get it out here. So you're,
0: the, so you're the super spreader that kept this thing going. I, so I am long. the
1: famous super spreader and, and proud of it. Freddie. Look, I mean, you, you have no look, heart. It, we, we've ta- everyone's talked about COVID for the last two years. <laughs> if you want to get vaccinated, that's fine. If you want to wear a mask, you want to double up on your mask. That's fine. Just don't require me to do it. And if those things work and you've gone the
0: jab, I don't know. No one can explain that. No one is really able to your, explain your mask.
1: Then you shouldn't worry about me not having it. If, if again, you have the things that you hey. say, protect you, then you shouldn't worry about yeah. me breathing. Well I'm,
0: look, well, I'm looking out for your no, 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 you're not. You're trying to control stuff. But What about uh, but, your family? You know
1: what? My whole family had her, uh, they're fine. <laughs> COVID.
0: No, <laughs> I can't
1: even factually say that. Right. Because we, that's exactly how we think. Like, yeah, I think I was a little bit more sick than I than I was last year. I think this one is different. Well, you're not gonna get tested. What does that change? It changes absolutely nothing. No, I'm sick. Yes, I was sick for two weeks. Oh well.
0: You know, you're Move very on. heartless. You are. You are a heartless. Individual. I'm courageous. Fred.
1: I'm brave. I'm a survivor.
0: That's another thing we got to get out of this age. You know, I you, you and I have an interesting relationship with social media. I, I for years ago was just like, what is, why do people post and do all these? I didn't understand it. I've tried to open up more yeah. uh, and, and photos and stuff, but we have this like fascination with like showing how brave we are or something. I swear to someone stubs their toe and they have to do a documentary on it on, uh, on Instagram. Like guys, <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I, I you know, Headed to work. Be strong. United. Thanks, Private this- Ryan. Thank you very
1: much for storming the beaches there.
0: <laughs> God. The videos themselves. I'm, I am I got COVID, guys. This is it. I'm going, what are you doing? You're 31 years old. Like, don't you have better things to do? What are you doing? I, I'm barricaded, go, go, guys. Go, po- go post your Ukrainian flag and show support. Oh, boy. I mean, we're going to bounce Our- around today. What <laughs> Ukraine, uh, for sure. I'll say this, Fred. I mean, obviously... We're pulling for the Ukrainians here. Uh, Russia has uh, invaded a country, which is uh, completely wrong. Uh, I have a tough time sitting here being like, well, we can't send troops, but it's also like we're watching people um, fight and we're not doing anything about it. I don't know what the answer is, but I'll say this about the Ukrainian people, specifically their athletes, specifically their boxers. Um, What a bunch of dudes, man. What a bunch of studs. I Um, cannot envision... Studs, complete studs, dropping everything, their gloves, whatever, leaving a better life to go back to Ukraine and millionaires don't don't have
1: to be there that can sit back and say, oh, we're praying for Ukraine. We're praying for our people literally leaving their very successful lives behind to go defend their country. And what that has taught me, regardless, let's forget about the political stuff for a second. That is patriotism. That right there is the America that I grew up thinking, you know, that patriotism wasn't everybody. You know, I, I've touched another story. My parents, you know, from Peru, I grew up loving this country. As a matter of fact, <laughs> everything, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. What complete studs on and out the ring, man.
0: It, it, it's it, just as it, you see and the people you know, coming
1: together, everyday people, what in whichever way they can help, you know, it, it, it's it just makes amazing. me
0: think. It makes me think back to World War II when so many United States athletes, a lot of baseball players, when they yeah. they took off that uniform and put on the, the 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 military uniform and they went and served in World War II. It's not. It reminds me of like Pat Tillman here uh, in in Absolutely. America, you know. And it's just like I, I'm just. I was inspired really by by these guys that I've seen in the boxing ring, uh, Vasily Lomachenko, the. Lomachenko. Um, the Klitschko brothers. These are, these are studs at the top of their profession. At the top, yes. they've gone, who've, they're not just, oh, they box and make a few dollars. No, they are uh, champions and they, and they've gone back uh, to fight for their country, which is and, inspiring.
1: And, and kind of, this sounds, I, I know they wouldn't say this, but you, you're, you're a big underdog and they probably haven't been the underdog <laughs> in their sport. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think any fighter goes in there thinking uh, I have a chance to lose. You know what I mean? They're just, well, you're talking about the second world power, you know, against you with with no help. Which, by the way, people don't remember. In '94, we have Ukraine give up their nuclear weapons, you know, with the promise that Russia wouldn't invade and that they, if they did, they would be backed by the U.S. and uh, and the U.K. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they that, that should be a lesson to never give up your arms. Period. I don't care what country you're from.
0: No, I mean, all you had to do is turn on uh, the news networks, all those, all the, uh, you know, mostly Democrats and such here saying, oh, you don't need an AR-15. You don't need that. Well, flip on uh, the news. I th- I'd say those people do. And I don't know what they're. You what don't their need laws. 30 rounds.
1: Uh, OK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that would never happen here, Fred. That will never happen here. You, you know, never say never. I'll, I'll say that. And never we often n- forget the patriotism. We think of that as like an American word, word, but but you know, the Ukrainian people, absolute patriots, you know, we've seen patriotism all throughout the world. To me, the truckers up in Canada, true patriots, you know, true it, patriots. It does, you know what? And and game respects game, right? You know, <laughs> when you exactly. see it all over the world.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: what what would you say, Fred, is this whole Russian thing? Uh the Russians invading Ukraine. Do you have any, any theories, interpretations? Are, are, so so open? my
1: understanding from, and it's funny, at the end of the day, history always repeats itself. And, and I know that sounds so mundane to say, but I, I don't understand how people just don't get it or governments or countries just don't understand. Putin has been obsessed with bringing Ukraine back to Russia, the old USSR, right? And I think what he would happened was he definitely has been waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm going to tell you this, it would have never absolutely never would have happened under Trump. He saw that this country was divided. He saw uh, a weak president in Biden. He saw inflation, so you know that's all part of war, right? Let's see how the other country's economy is doing and i think he waited for the perfect time and we i mean he even waited till after the olympics i think and, and
0: that embarrassing withdrawal out of afghanistan that, that was that the number one embarrassed, thing
1: embarrassed that is the number one thing that, re, that that just stamped his his uh his whole goal honestly that's what it came down to that and showed um,
0: how uh in what's the word how how uh incapable the administration was undoing something like that and it showed the world like hey these guys are not very tough anymore.
1: These guys aren't tough. Um, There used to be something, and I've always believed it, there's peace through strength, and I think that's what Trump projected. Um, I mean, you go back to the whole North Korea dealing when, (laughs) you know, little Kimmy over here is threatening to launch uh, (laughs) rockets, and Trump responds with, we have a bigger button, and it works. And that's that's the tough talk that has to happen when you're the world power, the U.S., unfortunately um i don't think we're that i still think our men and women you know we're still the best and most capable army in the world but um I, I don't know man i think and then also you see china just looking at this whole situation so it's not only you know it's it's a uh there's an effect to this right so now china's probably sitting there and they're salivating and seeing how the world responds to this whole russia ukraine thing and i feel bad for the Taiwanese they're, they're I mean, they're screwed. They're,
0: they're screwed looking over their shoulder for sure to China for sitting sure. there like a predator. Like you said, just waiting, waiting just for the waiting. right moment. And, and, and they seem to their unification here with uh, with with Russia seems to be almost imminent if it's not uh, already happened. It, it's a scary thought. Indeed, you think you back the, to World War Two and you're like, man, how did all this go down? I feel like yeah. we're kind of living through it in slow motion a little bit here. Right Slow motion.
1: It's all repeating. But, and this is how it starts.
0: That's my fear, is it, what's next? Okay, I oh, don't worry about Ukraine. Okay, at what point, what, do we need a second country to get invaded and taken over? Is that when people need to start like, okay, yeah. maybe a response is needed?
1: I think so, kind of going back, these sanctions were very laughable, right? Because I think China is bankrolling Russia anyways, right? I mean, you look at <laughs> We, we, we take this stand and we're, we're sanctioning Russia, but we're still buying Russian oil, I think until like yesterday, I believe. And yeah. so and if we're not buying Russian oil, well, well, Russia has really good connections in Venezuela. So we're going to be buying oil from Venezuelans now. What? There's not a dictator over there. So, you know, we say one thing, but we do the complete opposite of what we what, be, what we believe in. So it's tough. I think Putin called the bluff. And yeah, what's, what's to stop him to go into Poland and all these other small countries? Yeah, we have NATO there, but dude, he'd steamroll through that quick. I don't know. That's one theory. The next theory is, I think Russia kind of sent in their JV team personally. Um,
0: first wave kind of.
1: First, first wave old equipment. Um, I, that's my logic speaking, but I also buy into the Ukrainians putting up a fight and it's just really tough to imagine that they're that that Russia can't take over Kiev and you know kind of take over the whole country that's my thinking I think Putin is don't underestimate him. that's what I got to say don't underestimate him Um, I think he's slowly he's pushing that boundary every time a little more a little more a little more until he's like okay you know
0: well, well, you can't you can't expect an evil person to, you know, not make, uh, uh you know, you can't be surprised by their decisions anymore. At some point, you have to be like, they could do anything, you know, they could take another country. And yeah, it, the, 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 the um, Ukrainian people, that their fight that they've put up has been inspiring. It's been sad to see as well. Yeah. Um. But it's just crazy. There's more to it I, than meets the eye to this whole De- thing. This definitely.
1: is definitely, a- I. Th- I think it's a like a kid. Grab. I think it's like a kid, right, that, you know, your parents, my parents tell me, don't do this. And I do it. And they threaten me with with uh, consequences. Don't do this. And I do it again. And then eventually I go, huh, I want to keep pushing, the, pushing and pushing and pushing until you finally, you know, mean what you say. And I think that's kind of what Putin's doing with the rest with the whole world.
0: Can, can but they're I ask scared, you, right,
1: because we have we're talking about nuclear weapons involved.
0: That's, that's awesome. the part that everyone is, if this guy's nuts, you know, w- would he be willing to, to, to do, to go that crazy? I mean, yeah, it seems like it. And that is the scary part for sure. Um, I want to ask you, Fred, I think I've asked you this before, but uh, for those new to the pod or whatever, you know, I, I, I see you as a very, you're a very conservative guy. You said just fiscally, uh, but I think very overall, liberal
1: lifestyle, li-
0: <laughs> libertarian, <laughs> I'm libertarian. Maybe? I'm a libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, and and i think um i want to ask because you said latinos for trump for instance and it's like yes. you're not supposed to do that like you're you know you're, you're people are told how you're you know supposed to tell you and others how you're supposed to feel and how, how to how you're think supposed and how to vote, to vote. yeah so how, how come you well you've never we've known this since high school you don't listen to people anyway but. <laughs> uh, especially teachers and coaches, but that's yeah. another subject. So how is it that you get your views and it's not just you, I mean, uh, the people around you, there's, you're not the only one I should say in the Monte yeah. Blanco family.
1: <laughs> you know, one thing my parents always instilled in us was, uh, accountability. And I'd like to, and I, when people hear accountability, they think like they're doing, you know, the good thing and you're accountable for, no, it was for me, For myself speaking, not so much for my siblings, but for me, I was constantly getting in trouble, constantly, you know, lying to, you know, to get away with whatever. And so it was like, be accountable. Demerits, speeding tickets. It was always everyone's (laughs) fault, right? You know, I try try to play that. But it was um, accountability. Look, you made this decision. These are the consequences. That's on you. That's it. You know, my parents did everything, you know, as parents, you know, do to steer you the right way and do the right thing. But at a certain point, when you turn 18, I think, you know, you become an adult, a young adult, it's like, okay, now your consequences, they're going to affect you. And that's it. So, um, you know, that's, that's really shaped a lot of my view. Um, I think coming to this country, also I, coming from this country, I was born here for those that don't know, but my parents, I think, saying, I think that is the ultimate like sacrifice one can make, right? My, my parent, my mom, not speaking English. My mom having, you know, a kid at 19 years old or 18 um, coming to a country, you know, with no family, her mom had died the the year before. I mean, I think we know everything there is about risk and um, cost benefit, right? What were the, what was going on in their heads? What, what did they have to do? what were the benefits? And I think that's just the immigrant spirit as you take, you really do assess those things. And so when something, you know, when it, when it comes down to uh, maybe not listening to authority or maybe, I mean, we kind of grow up, you know, making the best decision for yourself all, while you're not hurting others. Right. Or, you know, that's, that's what it comes down to, but that's, I think that's, that's the best way I could say it.
0: Yeah. I I think that I, I wish more people were like, wait, you're telling me how to think you're telling me what I'm supposed to No, no, that's not how it works. I make my own decisions. But make own if, decisions. if there's, if there's anything I've found the past year and a half, especially it's that there's a lot of people out there who are fine being told what to do. All you got to do is look at the masks and things. And it's just like, this is how you will think this is what you will do. And, and that's a scary, scary thing because why aren't America- you
1: questioning? Why yeah. aren't you questioning these authoritarian figures? you know, at the end of the day, you have a choice. People here act like they don't have a choice. We're talking about literally this country stands for freedom, you know, freedom to do and as you please, you know, within within the law. Right. Um, it seems like everyone's just kicked out the Constitution. I mean, constitutional rights. Oh, my gosh. Like that's always being questioned. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, I, I just don't get how We became, and when I say we, I think society, Americans in general, we became so sheepish. Now, you know my stance. I've always, you know, if it doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to voice my opinion and I have no problem with that. But uh, I don't think most can or most are willing to sacrifice uh, their lifestyle to do those things. And I think that's what it comes down to.
0: I think we all have gotten to the point where we don't like being uncomfortable. I know I don't. And there's been moments where I'm like, ah, this makes me uncomfortable. And it's just like, wait a minute, you want to live, uh, that way? Or do you want to live? I mean, this life is the only one we got. Uh, Hopefully there's a second one, but this is, this is right now. And it's like, I don't want to live scared. Uh, I, I I just, I don't want to do it. I, I, you know, we all have to make our decisions and, uh, I, I respect plenty of people. I respect law enforcement. I respect some politicians. I respect our leaders, but, um, I, I always question why, wait, why, why is this happening? Why is this going on? Um, so yeah, th- it's funny how sometimes that's okay. You should question, you should not do what a cop says, but then there's yeah. other times it's like, well, uh, just do what we tell you. And it's just like, it's very, there's a lot of inconsistencies in today's America.
1: A lot, a lot. Absolutely.
0: I, I don't uh, No, You answered the question, but I, I want to say, you know, basically if America's so awful, This awful place and all these issues and this awful history we have. Why do so many people continue to try to get here?
1: A million plus people a year try to come into this country. A million plus people. So you can tell me that this country is awful, but a million people, and that surpasses any other country in the world, are immigrating to this country. If it was that awful, I mean, why are they coming?
0: I don't see many people trying to get into Afghanistan. I mean, yeah. I heard they've got beautiful beaches, I, I've heard. And, uh, you know, no, that, that's a, a complete uh, opposite. Oh, I might
1: want to get some night vision goggles and a new AR, so I might cut over there. But, <laughs> you know. yeah, think they, got, sure. they got a couple of tanks out there that we left behind, $80 billion. With, so,
0: um, For those of you that do not follow Mr. Fred Monoblanco here on, uh, on social media, beware. Tread lightly. Don't step, you know, dip your toe in. Um, he's a guy that uh, does not really concern uh, is not concerned about other people's feelings. He's more of a facts over feelings guy, which, you know, is kind of, there you go. He likes to drink liberal, liberal tears. Uh, you know, so if you're going to follow Fred on social media, beware, you, you've been warned, but Fred, why have you been such an active social media guy, especially the past few years on just, saying it how you feel it is and not worrying uh, what, how other people feel about it.
1: So I I think it it goes kind of like how we touched on just me being me uh, when I was younger. Uh, I think the greatest thing that anybody can have is to really speak their mind and not care what anyone thinks.
0: Like right now. I've heard this. I've read this somewhere. I said freedom (laughs) of speech, freedom of speech. I think one of those. And I think that's number one. I think that's number one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the bill of the bill of maybes, yeah. the bill. Of, oh, no, the bill of rights First exactly. Amendment. OK, that's where let me write this. And down, if you can't do speech. that, then that's why you have number two. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you give that up number true. two, you
1: don't get number one. So that, there you yeah,
0: go. We haven't talked about the other ones, but yeah. That's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that is so, true. I
1: you know, uh, for me, I, I've never understood um, why people are timid to speak their mind. And I'm not talking about being disrespectful. Now, I can be very disrespectful. I can be very vulgar, as you know. Um, but I'm not going to allow someone to tell me when you and I are looking at the sky and it's blue, to tell me it's red. I'm not going to play into your, your, your lunacy. And I think we've done that, be- again, because of the whole cancel culture, because of we don't want to offend people. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we're, not, we're not arguing a fact here. And I think people do that. You know, this isn't, a, this isn't an opinion. The sky is blue. Now, do you want, now, do you want to talk about why it's blue? We can but go I into feel the, that I, it's red. I feel, I want it to be red. And you can feel whatever you want to feel, but I'm not going to agree with you. It's the same, it, you know, it, it, that's, that's just how I think. I think what happened was the pendulum swung so far left that eventually people started fighting back. I know I was an early one. My challenge has always been to, especially conservatives, like I, you know this, I can't stand conservatives that are quiet, because you being quiet, you thinking you're being respectful, and not trying to offend people is what got us to where we're at today. There was no fight, kind of, kind of like Russia, Ukraine, right? There was no fight, no fight, kept pushing, kept pushing. Oh, now it's too late. Now we're in the situation we're in. And, um, I think, and there's a lot of reasons why people can't do it. I know the big one, it started with the pandemic and everything else. This whole, when, when the whole uh, equality, inclusion, all this bullshit that happened, excuse my language, there you go, you're not going to make one cent from YouTube now. Uh, On YouTube, um, YouTube, it it started with people being scared to voice their opinion. And I, I just, I don't play into it. I don't play into it. And I don't know. Well, that's, that's- what we're
0: seeing is, to me, is terrifying in the sense that uh, the, the 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 age of censorship that we have been in. Look at you can't you can't yell fire in a crowded theater theater. I understand that. But the censorship I've seen through social media uh, has been crazy and, and taking, you know, it's, it's funny who we attack, you know, you know, Trump, Trump or whatever. Yeah. Trump loses his Twitter feed. Uh, the Ayatollah, I believe, still has one, and the the uh, invading uh, dictator of Ukraine still has a Twitter account. So if this is about truth, this is about uh, really censoring. You know, evil. Uh, we're being inconsistent once again, and that's a world thing. But the censorship through social media—you mention a certain word, and it's like, oh, this has not been fact checked or whatever. Yeah. I've got. Uh, you 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 celebrated me a couple of weeks ago. I got my first strike on Facebook, and all I said was <laughs> something about uh, well, we should go burn a city down to celebrate or something. Very.
1: Well, you you got actually fact checked yesterday on a meme about gas going from 183 to something, and you got well, fact checked the, on that. They can't see the, the fact checkers can't determine that you're you're posting a meme and not trying to you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: the, false, the false checkers. Uh, the, yeah, the, I am just like. Wow. I mean, I, I typically don't say it's it's
1: dangerous. Things. And that, I, don't, I don't think people I mean, look at the other countries around the world. It, it starts with freedom of speech. It starts then with with your right to bear arms. And just look at every country, Venezuela, Cuba, you go on and on. China. Plenty of look, examples. It's just plenty of the, of examples. And, and you're so willing. It just makes no sense. And this censorship, this this whole idea that government has our best interest is just it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And people, no, it's,
0: not the, it's not their job. It's my job to have my best interest, my family's best interest, not exactly. some government entity. Uh, exactly. I don't understand where that comes in. Well, they have corporation
1: they're, they're, government, oh, uh, you can go on any in- entity, like you said, all over.
0: No, it, it's nuts, man. And, and you definitely, uh, yeah, don't care. And uh, you, 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 I don't say care. What,
1: <laughs> I don't care. I, I love to, I'll, I'll even take If I agree with you, I'll even take the opposite, um, what is it, point of view, just to see your thought process and how you think and how you come up with the conclusion you come up with. And because that's kind of what we've lost, we've kind of lost, okay, why are you coming to the decision you're coming with or the the, uh, opinion that you have, right? You know, people just want to make open end statements. And if you post something stupid, I'm going to tell you right now, like, you know, this you post something stupid or you're pro this or pro that. I will call you out. If I see it, you follow me and you're on my your newsfeed. I will tell you you're an idiot and I have no problem with
0: that. You are a social media terrorist <laughs> for sure. I mean, I said just social media justice warrior, but uh, yeah, you, you don't play around for sure. Um, and what's funny is I, a lot of people either unfriend you or whatever. And <laughs> oh, that's like, the best, that's the best compliment I can get. A badge of honor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you do ask yeah. questions hey where's all, look at you, this championship you don't become belt. The, the facebook champ just like that that <laughs> <laughs> for those not watching he's got a big time official boxing uh belt uh that he wears proudly that says boxing expert on it i don't know who got him that but um yeah he carries it i'll tell you to do, carry the carry it around everywhere you go uh this is my mask that's what you yeah. <laughs> But but no, man. And, and I there's something because it's not in my personality, yeah. Fred, to to have I do care. Like, I think I have cared Absolutely. probably before what people think sometimes. And it's just like, wait, why am I doing that? You know, you know, what's your character to be who, who you really are? And um, I have a different way of going about it. I like to kind of be satirical, basically attack yeah. you saying how like in comments and such attack you and and making it sound ridiculous you know, that's kind of my approach You are right to the, that, you know, we, Hey, we're not all, some of us are foot soldiers. I mean, we can't all be generals. Some of us have to fight the Ukrainian war from our laptop. <laughs> no, it's uh,
1: you know, and, and that's great. I mean, we all have our style. We all have our thing, but also I like to, I like to touch like the people that know me understand, like if you were to just go off of my social networking, uh, let's say, uh, what I write and what I say, and you don't know me, you're gonna think this complete opposite. Uh you're gonna have this illusion of who I am. And it's important not to uh mix both around. I have to sometimes remember to um, you know, because I can be ruthless. I go, you know what, this guy's a, a good person. This guy I could have been I was a little a little a little tough on him. But uh I think that's that's the problem with social media as well. You know, we lose touch with our um humanitarian side
0: well and i'll say you know what there's a there's a friendship here because i've seen it with me but i've seen you do it with other friends uh you know you and uh, maybe some of our other friends you guys are like snipers i mean you guys come in when uh, Randy Shugarts of the world uh, you know and you help a man who's down maybe getting attacked by some people on the other side and you you're always cordial it's like Hey, who is this guy? Do I have, (laughs) can I, do I have permission to annihilate? I know you can't
1: say, but do I have to motherfuck him? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I put out that explicit content uh, thing before, but no, it's, you know, some people get so caught up in social media and attacking and fighting with people, people they've never met before. Yes. And (laughs) I don't know, in some ways that's more fun, maybe. I'll, Uh, I'll
1: always say this, I'm a reactionary person. I'll, I'll put a statement. I'll put my opinion. But if you make it personal, you know, you give me an opinion, blah, blah, blah and then you go personal instantly. That's okay. We're throwing down. Yeah. Oh, and, On and, Facebook, and, you've gone and then if it escalates out of Facebook or Instagram or whatever, then in person. And Some I'll be people- glad to drive to you because you probably don't have the $7 per gallon <laughs> to drive to me
0: and 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 it's hey it's happened to you and me you and me have gone on it not really on political issues it doesn't have to be politically it could be anything and i've i've tried to put up a bigger fight but i don't have the belt like you so uh i'm always (laughs) the challenge i gotta say you
1: have made me proud um you have been more (laughs) outspoken and i think that's just people were were a little nervous for whatever reason again i think it comes down to with the cult cancel culture it does not matter now i'd like to pretend and sit here and be like oh yeah i don't care but because I've been self-employed for so much for so long of my working you know years since I was 21 and I'm 35 now, it's just I don't respond to anyone and if someone found a video that they didn't like or my opinion, again that's part of the makeup of my identity. I just don't care, but someone who has a lot to lose or you know a career it's, it's a little bit different and so for sure what sacrifices sure. is one willing to make and do well, you care but- enough to to really be. And I
0: think, I think that is where a lot of people have gotten caught up because you want to be able to speak your mind. Does it mean you you always should Uh, maybe, maybe there's times when you, uh, okay, I shouldn't comment on this or whatever, but uh, ultimately I would say 98% of the time you dive right in head first. And uh, you know, that's one of, one of your superpowers for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I try, I try. It 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 took a lot of practice. For but sure. you, know we'll what's take- fun- you know what's funny? It's because I've taken that route, and because I've been willing to call people out, um, specifically uh, these Joe Biden supporters. I like will make it a little political, or just in, in general, and anything. Um, that's your repercussion now. If you're friends with me and you say something, it's not like you just get to say whatever. I'm no, I'm going to be the first one. No, no, no. You were wrong, you know. Or where are you guys at? You guys were so proud of this guy. Mean tweets are gone. Bad orange, man. Mean tweets are gone. Give me something good. You know, all of a well, sudden they it, disappeared.
0: It, it's better. It's better. It's just better. Oh, really? It's better. Here's my thing with, with arguments. And I listen to, to Dennis Prager every day. And he's just a wise man that I, I just completely he's respect. Great. And he has, he says, he makes something. He says, um, generalizations without examples are meaningless. And they Absolutely. really are. we live in this when we argue now it's well that person's racist that person's a warmonger that person hates the poor and it's like wait a minute you're, you're saying things but you're not giving examples well he just does well my favorite one is well there's too many to name i'm like i'm not asking you to name all a lot i said name one and so that's to me where i've kind of grown i think in in not arguments but just discussions i'm like you can't just throw out names of people or accuse people of things. You have to like provide actual facts, but give
1: we've, me we've, something. we've We've supporting gotten away from that your though. argument.
0: Absolutely. You know, and don't care what that? It is.
1: you know, who was great at that and kind of taught me that. Cause I mean, this guy was uh, <laughs> Mr. Horton. I would give him those, those responses. Everybody does. It. Ooh. And then I'm like, wait a second. Now I'm going to, Oh, mention. that's great. Uh, oh. So I, so I knew the man thought three steps ahead. I had to think four or five and I had to know what questions were coming and that it's all part
0: of, <laughs> you that know,
1: great. That's a great and, example. It, and you're right. It, I mean, honestly, and, and he's the one that taught me who when, And so when I speak or when you say something about feelings, why, how I literally took that and like, it, it, it applies to so much in my life. I mean, when I'm correcting Jeremy, uh, how, how much homework? Don't play the word games. I was a king at word games. Oh, I have I have a little bit. No, how many assignments do you have? Uh, like three or four? No, bring your laptop. Yeah. Oh, seven. Oh,
0: there okay, it is. <laughs> so it's not a little bit.
1: It's not three or four. Uh, get off the Xbox and get to work. You know, and that, that's that's for that's for all of us. And I think that has to be taught at a young age. Um, <laughs> I learned it because I was always trying to get out of trouble for something I was doing. So. <laughs> mine was more for
0: covering up and and someone <laughs> but was it was a skill nonetheless it. that i had definitely acquired and, and perfected and now most people use their powers for good you turned it around use it for bad now i'm yeah. uh, <laughs> i'm the vladimir God, plus, putin of, of facebook you know what's funny bro It's like i have a lot of real and care people on here and and yeah we've hung out with non-care people and we all have a certain there's just certain i don't know it factors that, that we have, uh, you know, being on time, being accountable, all those things that have been ingrained in us, not just from our families, but our experiences at care in Rio, man. And, and I, I have nothing but love and respect for the organization because they, they taught me so much that I'm still seeing now, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's so what they meant by all those things.
1: Absolutely. I might've not liked it. Right. No one wants to be told what to do. No one wants to be on time. I want to sleep in. I want to not do homework. I want to not, you know, I want to do, like, not go to practice and go, you know, whatever. And it's just like, just because I didn't like it or just because those things were being reiterated to me constantly, man, I I have nothing but appreciation for Rio Hondo prep. And that's just, it it wasn't just so, I think a lot of people, it it, it wasn't just Rio. Those things were being, um, how do I say it? They, They were supporting what my parents were already doing you know what I mean? It was complimenting their, their, uh, parenting style. So, which is why I think we, you know, we stayed and why my parents love Rio and everything else. It's just, you know, it was just, uh, what they, you know, what they like about it. And and I yeah. love everything that we, there's nothing, you can't say anything bad about, are no, there's certain things, you know, that, yeah, we can get into the little, but that's everywhere, anywhere and everywhere.
0: Definitely. Well, I Great heard, experience, uh, though. no, I heard they're, they're, they're going to, uh, uh, you know how they like rename stadiums and things at yeah. uh, different events i heard they were going to make the demerit the uh the honorary fred monoblanc you know uh the symbolic uh whatever punishment they're going to name Shout it out after-
1: to mr Oric who ended up actually <laughs> helping me make demerit sheets and didn't know about it <laughs> told him it was an assignment and then i would do a photo photocopy those i'm not going to name any names but
0: <laughs> well fred talk about some out. Talk about some of those leaders. Look at on the on the podcast. I've had an opportunity to talk to so many of them. Um, Dave Carson Jr. taught a few times, and then Mr. Taylor. I know you love Mr. Taylor's Mr. podcast. Mr.
1: Taylor, Mr. Taylor. Great. I mean, I think it all started with Mr. Taylor. I was a I was teammates with his son, um, and I think everyone knows the story. But he's kind of the one that introduced us to, to Pearl Prep, and from Pearl Prep, and, and at the time we didn't know these these were probably the figures running Car youth League um, he introduced us and, and brought up about brought up uh, Pearl prep and the opportunities there um, mr. John Martin was the principal I believe and he was another Indian guy and as I went through the organization I realized wow everything lined up you know these these the, the people there that pretty much ran this show uh, there's a reason why those doors opened not only for myself but for my sister and um, we, we just Mr. Mr. Taylor is one of those guys that I just truly admire. Um, always, always told me not to worry when I had, you know, doubts and stuff like that. I, for me, the biggest thing, and I was able to uh, recently tell him how much I appreciated both Val and I, we were in person at the football game and we, we ran into him and we, we, we got to tell him our appreciation. And I think, I think he felt that. And I, I don't think a lot of times, um, old alumni can do that, right? you just don't you know it just doesn't happen the opportunity but um just the experiences everything he he taught us um, just the doors that he opened up he 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 truly doesn't know the course of our life how much of a, of a turn it took for the positive
0: big time man yeah he he's done so much for the kids down in San Felipe mexico um, just, and, and, and it's a testament when you see him
1: even on social media almost I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh man, Mr. Taylor can see this, and so so can everyone else. But you know, it's it's a testament to when he, yeah. I mean, he writes something. How many people from Mexico just Senor Patricio, Senor Patricio, and the love. I mean, just it's amazing. It's amazing that that, that yeah. if there's yeah. someone that is close to Christ-like in my eyes, man, it's Mr. Taylor. It's the Carsons, Dave. You know those guys, man.
0: Oh, yeah, so many great, uh, greats there, and you know, Mr. Ken Drain recently retired. Um, had a nice little bash there in the summer. So many former players came to say goodbye, and not goodbye, but just congrats on a great career. Uh, any any memories of uh, Mr. Drain yelling yes, at you or, my, or? My, my my former employer? That's oh yeah, I was janitor I worked like for I was. Mr. Drain as a
1: as a janitor. Uh, you know, able to afford court shoes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no uh oh man mr drain uh it was funny because when i went down to a football game uh i go hey mr drain fred monoblanc i don't know if you remember me <laughs> you know because it's been years right he goes my road dog on on tournament chairs i was like you oh, know yeah. <laughs> I'm like he remembers <laughs> you know so mr drain was great uh everyone knows <laughs> for me it was always i i got the uh <laughs> the <laughs> mr drain uh veins neck veins all the time oh yeah Friend, Friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? He told he kicked me. He uh, not kicking me out. He, uh, won football game. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I think I got like a fifteen yard penalty for <laughs> unsportsmanlike or something. I don't know. You never. He, uh, he pulled. He pulled me. He pulled me to the side and said I wasn't playing. <laughs> Middle of the game, like shunned me away from where everyone was standing and told me to just like go, go towards the end of the bleachers. <laughs> so. Defense comes around and Mark's like, Fred, where are you? I'm like, Mr. Drain said I'm not playing. He's like, get in there. I'm, I was, I was like super fearful. I go, No, I'm, I'm get in there. I, it was a point in my life where I'm like, uh, I don't know who to
0: listen to. Fearful of Coach Drain, yeah. Fearful no, of Coach
1: Drain, is- but what a great coach. What a what a great man. Coach man Drane, what
0: a career. No, for sure. Back. i sure. Yeah, he, yeah. I'm sure but,
1: our, our basketball class was such a disappointment for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We made it up in football.
0: That's right. That's right. No, um, no, Care's been fun. The, the podcast has been fun, man. Uh, we're up to like 370-something episodes. Um, I, I've enjoyed talking to friends, talking to uh, people just from wherever. It's, officials... it's
1: It's special. I got a chance to hang out with uh, Paul Clark. Now I don't know Paul Clark. I know him. I have him on, on, on Facebook. I have him on Instagram, on social media, never met him in person. It's funny. We're talking about a big age difference, different timelines. It's funny what Rio Hondo prep provides. His stories are the same stories as mine. You know what I mean? It's just same things that were going on back then. Same thing happening, you know, today it's, it truly is a, um, it's special. It's special. You, you you say, Oh, I went to Rio Hondo prep in 1920. That probably didn't even exist, but you know, you're like, I know what you're talking about. You know, no, and,
0: and and it's been cool, like talking to some of the older guys that I I didn't run in circle, you know, guys from the nineties, yeah. the seventies, the sixties, talking to some of these guys, I'm just like hearing them talk and I and I just feel like, man, we're like 30 or 40 years apart, but I feel like teammates, just conversations. Yeah. It's it's been incredible. It's funny. And you have the same personalities, right? You have the guy yeah. that got in trouble.
1: You have the guy that was always <laughs> on top of things. You have the guy, it, it doesn't matter what, what decade you go back, you know, some, some things just don't change. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of Rio Hondo prep, I, you know, and I've heard, that's the beauty of your podcast, man. You're able to hear these experiences that you probably would have, you know, and, and it's just great to hear stories. I, I, it's, it's hard for my girlfriend to understand, you know, why I constantly, and, and it sounds, I do sound like a broken record. I don't like to sound like that, that guy at the bar that back in my day I was, but we had so many, I don't think people realize the experiences that we had from such a young age till 18. I mean, I think most kids could die at 30 that have graduated from there and have lived awesome. more than most people will in a lifetime. I, I, I truly do believe that. And, and it's just amazing. Amazing.
0: Well said, man. No, it's it's been so cool. And, you know, I'm going to do a separate podcast this upcoming year for specifically Rio football, but it was a privilege yeah. of mine this past year to be able to do a weekly thing. And I got a lot of people involved. Uh, you came out to some games. The Charter O game was incredible. And it was cool to see Rio Hondo Prep Football as a brand and to see it brand. grow. I mean, and then Fred, to talk about, I mean, talk that, about what that, you saw this season. The Charter, o game. Charter o
1: game was was great. I mean, I was so excited. I I thought, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. I felt like I was going to play. I was playing in a playoff game, you know, 35-year-old, you know, overweight (laughs) male adult, you know, and and I was nervous for these kids, but I was so happy and anxious for the opportunity for them. You know, we would have all loved that opportunity, and so it was great. Uh, It definitely made me question my physical uh, athletic abilities because I can't even – imagine us being you know half as fast as those guys were or hitting you know you just go by stories and what people tell you and that's still hard for me to comprehend but what a what a great experience to kind of go back Friday Night Lights at a new place you know same tradition new place here in the alma mater um running into two of the coaches you know my I I always said my idols growing up uh Jason and Dave Ramos man some of the craziest if not craziest football players ever but um, just just a great experience,
0: man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. And and you know what we we like USC, we like our football teams, our our LA teams here. But there's something about your your alma mater, where you came from. You got to wear that uniform 20 years ago or whatever. So that's what makes it special to me. And you know what? Even when the boys lose, I'm like, okay, like they didn't let me down. They they represented, you know. They represented.
1: And I mean, let's let's be honest. That last that last game, I think we need yeah. There were some brothers that could definitely run, right? <laughs> <run laughs> pretty, pretty athletic. There were, some but good it, players. it's funny. Uh, Rio had some some great athletes. Loved it. Loved every bit of it, man.
0: Man, I can't wait for a, this they upcoming had a dog year. In every fight. Yeah, yeah, to beat Polly and just man, I, I want to get to these games next year, and it's. It's fun. It's fun for me. Mark's giving me access and I can't wait. And right. guys like you guys, you know, you, we used to like, we still do, you know, Friday nights. Oh, it's seven o'clock go on Facebook live. And you're watching the game. And like, I think I spent maybe like six Friday nights. It was funny. Cause you know, I haven't been paying attention, but you
1: know, th- th- this team was special. This, this past year, this team was very special. Uh, Gio, Jonathan Guerrero, all these kids, and then, and then the big uglies up front. I, I never go; they never go unnoticed, man. I just, you know me. I love nasty. I love tough. I love, you know, give me the guy that, you know, Mr. Well, Drain's gonna get. In it. Well, not Mr. Drain. Mark, Mark maybe allows it a little more, but <laughs> I don't know if the slashing of the throat is uh, is illegal nowadays. But back in my day, <laughs> think. Yeah, it's still
0: a penalty. That's still a penalty. Uh... <laughs> not the real Honda way, but hey. Fred, I'm going to give you a, a moment now to. Um, we don't know. It doesn't have to be a long talk, long discussion. I just want you. It can be briefly. Just give. Just I don't know. Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds on on the Rams winning the Super Bowl. You 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 can say it. Um, just Hold on. How do
1: I leave this uh, video chat? <laughs> Come on, no bad blood. No bad blood. What do you no want to no bu- hear? I've been tortured. With your nonstop post for like, I don't know, it's been over a month now, five, six weeks. Yeah, yeah um, I'm not gonna lie. The only reason I probably watched uh, the uh, Super Bowl was because <laughs> I really wanted the Rams to lose. <laughs> You're and, such a hater. And I thought you guys were going to lose, honestly. And I was ready. I had the memes, I had, you know, I was prepared. I was ready to make your life miserable. And it, man, it backfired. I kind of felt like a Jorge Masvidal
0: on a Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the whole time, I'm thinking, Fred's ready to hit send. Fred's ready to do not do this to me, please. Rams, love of God, I can't, yeah. I can't
1: live through this. You you owe your 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 salary to Cooper Cup. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that dude's unbelievable. Aristotle's unbelievable. A oh my goodness.
0: Very this this whole L A. man, LA on and off is- the
1: court just uh, the the type of player you everyone wants, man, Just you know, puts on the hard hat you know, gets to work
0: humble. Absolutely. Love it. Um, uh, we got to talk to USC, a big hire in Lincoln Riley. You have been at the forefront of fire Helton for years. Uh, they not only did that, but they have made a huge splash in arguably one of the best coaches in college football. Are yes. you hopeful for this upcoming season?
1: I'm uh, I think you got to wait a year always. Yeah. You know, maybe a, a year or two but um although they're bringing like in it.
0: their recruits man the name image to like it, it,
1: it seemed like a merger so <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of nice um I I like I like the hire I like the hire Clay Helton you know he was he said what we wanted to hear I just you didn't see it on the football field and yeah. I mean SC's a big program man you, you you can't do that you can't do you gotta win you gotta win Isn't this it- is L.A.
0: Isn't it funny how liberal we are with other people's money? When you're like the cow Jerry, just sign those checks or SC pay him what pay him. Never known money. to get a cramp in my hand writing those yeah. checks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, you got billions, uh, uh, you know, uh, pay him whatever. And uh, SC did, so I, I'm. I think it's just gonna be a fresh start, something different. It's, it's outside the Trojan family, and uh, it should be very exciting. Poor Paul Clark and the Clark family losing that great coach.
1: <laughs> I, I, so, I actually man. thanked him. <laughs> when I picked him up <laughs> a few weeks ago. Yeah, thanks for your coach. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's, he's great. I gotta get him back on the pod. He's a diehard. He's, 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 a, he's great. He's oh
1: man, what a what a great time. He's he's funny, man. Funny guy. And,
0: an, and a walking like encyclopedia, the, the real Hondo stuff, too. Yes, just, just uh, great. man. I, I'm, I'm fired up, man. Uh, you know, the Rams won the Super Bowl. USC at least will be hopefully good in a couple years. And and the way college football has gone. The West has been a joke, so it's about time if they can be decent when was the at last all. They should be. We,
1: we were relevant. I'm trying to think. 2013. It was that Rose Bowl? Bowl.
0: That it was that 10 and two Rose Bowl team with um, uh with Clay Helton and um the uh, uh Sam Darnold, Donald yeah. Darnold, um that was a big win and everyone thought. But, well, but I'm just talking them. about
1: the, the the pack. What is it? 12 now? Yeah. Oh, the pack. Like, when was the, Yeah. Like when were we last relevant?
0: Oh, man, I mean you Washington. Had, oh, I is think gone. Oregon. Oregon. Nothing to show for it. I don't think there's the, no. I think Oregon won a, a, a one of the college football playoff games to get yeah. to the the title game. But um, are you still Fred after seeing kind of what the Rams have done and seeing kind of you you you're very critical of the NFL and I'm, I'm not being hard, I'm being serious here. Yeah. Do you still feel college football is 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 better to watch than the NFL?
1: No, I mean if I have to be honest, I mean it's it's the NFL, man. It's just on another level. I just don't like everything else that comes with the NFL, right? The whole, sure. the whole, uh, I don't know the whole woke culture. I, I just don't care for it. A lot of these uh, athletes and you can't control that, right. They get get in trouble off the court. And, but um, I, I, I like the college product. I'm not going to lie. Um, I like, yeah, I like everything about it, but ultimately when we're talking about just in general, the nfl trumps everything not, not not my cup of tea but you
0: know i think maybe i just yeah that's, just, that's just you watch talk. it more for the hate for the haterade aspect of it to, be, the to hate make raid fun raid. of people's yeah. make fun of people's teams really uh yeah. which is which is really funny so uh still I'm hanging a Cowboys on to those fan,
1: so i can't really uh <laughs> i don't have much to cheer about to
0: one more time yeah he has admitted that um <laughs> that's really funny uh they're gonna play next year we gotta get to that game gonna be out here in LA that, that'd be nice yeah for uh, sure uh, but USC I definitely want to get to a game see the band early have a good time uh I think last time many years ago probably almost uh you know 10 years ago we went to a game ran yeah. into Todd ran, you know that was a blast my buddy that Greg's was a from blast Virginia that was a good time man <laughs> too good, that was too good of a time that's <laughs> probably when we were
1: uh, yeah last time <laughs> we were good too
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true um Fred, I wrote I wrote this down. Um, I, I kid, because I care, but I call you an expert in so many things. But uh, you're very active again on social media with this type yeah. of. Uh, I don't know anything about stocks, like anything, anything. You throw yeah. out these terms, I'm just like, what What are you saying? I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, so, what, how, why, or how are you so passionate about the stock market?
1: I've, I've always liked finance, uh, personal finance. I think um, I think it's actually something that should be taught a lot more in school it literally has to do with your life um i love the market because of things like this right now right you're, you're talking about your money we just got the report today highest inflation in 40 years well if you have 100 bucks well you just lost almost eight dollars of purchasing power so mm-hmm. now you congratulations you have like 92 dollars worth. so how do you hedge against that well it's by investing it's by investing your money early um you know, and a lot of people think it takes a lot of money to invest, right? But it's just, it's like anything else. It's like your 401k, your Roth IRA, it's putting a little bit aside. And over the years, it compounds. And uh, it's, in essence, it's your money working for, it's your money making money, right? So instead of you going out to work, because one day you're going to get to that age where it's like, all right, I'm going to retire, or I'm done. And that's going to be, you're not going to be able to make the income, That you were making throughout your working years so it's it's super important to start on it early Um, and I think money you know Warren Buffett says it money is a byproduct of what I love doing it's it's very exciting for me just some people might like to refurbish furniture they take something that's old make it into new for me I love taking a thousand bucks and turning it into two thousand that's an excitement or you know I say or even when you're teaching kids to save money at a young age it's like I have no money, or I have ten dollars now. I bought something, I resold it, I made fifteen. Now that fifteen, you know, and you, you know, it just it provides, you know. They say money is the root of all evil, which it is. You shouldn't be out there wanting to, uh, you know, worship money, but it allows you a very comfortable lifestyle, and, and uh, you know, you need it to live. So, you know, it provides provides happiness. And people that tell you that money doesn't bring happiness, I steal this from from the boiler room. Well, Look at the smile. year to year, baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have been a rich man. Oh, that's Wolf of Wall Street. I've been a rich man. I've been a poor man. I choose rich every time, every time, (laughs) every time, (laughs) you know,
1: problems are going to count. problems are going to come regardless, you know, situations are going to arise and,
0: you know, sometimes money helps. For the yeah, money does help. For the record, (laughs) uh, I've never been a rich man. I was quoting a movie just to throw it out there to everybody, but but no, and it's funny. It's it's very we live in this. We'll just tax the rich mentality, and it's just like we'll take the oil companies. We tax the oil companies. What are they going to do? Raise the prices now. Us poor folk, us peasants, have to pay more. Like it's not always the answer, and yet some people just think, oh, they have money, uh, charge them. It's just like that's not good economics.
1: It's not economics. It's so basic. I mean. We're talking about what I do for a living. Guess what? I'm going to have to raise prices. I've raised prices one time. That was just a few months ago since I started this in 2008. I'm going to have to raise prices. The insurance company, I'm going to have to call them and be like, hey, you know what? We're charging a 270 and then we, we jumped to 330 a mile. Now we're going to be going to 360. So, well, why? Look at gas. Well, we can't do it. Good luck finding someone else, another transportation transportation provider.
0: And every one of my passengers has been asking me, you know, what are you going to do with the? I'm like, well, I don't have a choice. I have to just keep working. I have to do more rides, which spends more money in gas. So it's kind of like it's having to work a little harder to almost stay the same. And it it trickles
1: down. So now Mm -hmm. if you're not making that money or you don't have that disposable income, well, guess what? matt's favorite bar is not going to get any money matt's favorite bar isn't making money and their costs are going up Well, guess that's no, you know, right here. they have oh, to it's raise right it so there you, my favorite they, one's
0: they, right here right here <laughs> yeah but but you get what i, I mean. don't leave so my house anymore like, you um, know
1: like my girlfriend i don't take
0: you out ever now, we'll, <laughs> now we're really gonna cement that you, know? <laughs> you have a built-in excuse i knew you as a method to your madness oh sorry babe <laughs> sorry we yeah yeah sorry but i sorry oh, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna go
1: work, work. <laughs> we can't even buy the cow so i'm sorry i'd like to say we just buy the cow and let's eat at home but can't even afford the cow so
0: yeah dude it's been a while man we haven't really hung out in a while Uh, i moved out here to covina we used to hang out a lot more when i was out in eastvale it was a shorter ride and uh better setup there for sure but uh we love our little our little bunker here it's been great um awesome man march madness next weekend dude are you ready for that
1: yes i was actually debating on uh going to vegas i was trying to get your brother to go and uh, i think i shot you a message as well it'd be nice i know you're not allowed you know you, don't, you have to stay away from those things but in this know, economy fred
0: not. you want me to spend money you want me <laughs> to spend money i have a tv yeah. that works right here
1: yeah so you know beautiful. it'll be it'll be fun it's always an interesting time definitely um it's the only time
0: of year i really watch a ton of college basketball like i i just for those thursday friday even saturday i'm just locked yeah. in all day like I don't get you get, you get some no
1: name school all of a sudden, just you know, winning, you know, beating <laughs> I don't know, North Carolina or something, just <laughs> and that becomes your team for the tournament,
0: though. <laughs> no, absolutely, and I and I know you've always been uh one of the teams you root for, or not root for, but always Duke. respected. You've always been a Duke, a Duke, Duke uh fan. And to see how cool was it for you to see Coach K's final game at uh, Cameron? That,
1: that, well. that was, uh, I mean, uh, unfortunate that they lost, right? You want to walk away with you know, storybook ending, but uh, what a uh, what what a great coach, man. It just man, a lot, a lot of great players. You know what I mean? All
0: those players, dude. I was just, like, that's grand Hill. That's that, uh, Jason Williams. That's yeah. Shane Battier. I'm just, Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, uh, just everybody.
1: Isn't it funny how we it's grow up? Well, isn't it funny? Like the teams that you root for, right? Cause it's like, well, Fred, what's your connection? Duke. Why? Well, I was growing up watching college basketball and they were the best. So, you know, <laughs> I like Jason, you
0: know, I like, you know, so. I don't know. It's well, safe. respect. And it's funny with Duke is I used to hate them because I, yeah. I I usually hate hate the best teams. That's kind of my, my model, my consistency in life. Yeah, but uh, when five
1: but... white guys are beating the most
0: athletic brothers, then you go, wait a
1: second. Why <laughs> is it always a... going to be about race? And, 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 and when I bring up race, it's because, let's be honest, the brothers are way more athletic. <laughs> so... I'm actually giving props here, so uh, edit that out on YouTube. But anyways, no, it's they're they're a fun, exciting watch, man. It's just
0: uh you know. No, I used to hate it. Yeah, the Cameron crazies. i was like, wait, I kind of like these guys. And it's only it was only like the past five years where I'm like, eh, I kind of respect Duke. You, you know, yeah. religious university, kind of a small school. I'm like, oh yeah. okay. But I grew. I was like, oh Duke. I hope they lose like the rest of the country. <laughs> uh, but no, Coach K. It was cool seeing all those players, man. And and uh, March Madness is upcoming. Uh, Fred. Your boy Masvidal went down last week to Colby Covington. Um, Not much of a fight, honestly. He did land one big blow that I thought uh, might have rocked him a little bit, but Covington is a better fighter on Saturday night.
1: I agree with your assessment 100%. Yeah, Everyone knows I love uh, Jorge Masvidal. I love everything about that guy. I love the, uh, you know, but when it comes down to it, man, you can do all the talking, but, you know, you got what you wanted. you got what is that? 25 minutes to be in the ring with him and do whatever you want. He dominated you. and it's it, it was it wasn't unexpected. let's say that. Uh, yeah Colby Covington, legit wrestler, uh, you know collegiate wrestler. Um, I'll say this, Masvidal has always been great at preventing the takedown. His takedown defense is really good, but you're not trying to go into a fight being defensive, so yeah. you know Colby Covington's just has a cardio for days
0: man generally so. the bigger the more aggressive, but the bigger aggressor wins uh especially in, in ufc um you know those are two guys masvidal is very outspoken he's talked about you know trump and kind of conservative beliefs yeah. covington does it also but in a kind of a more flamboyant way for me he's kind of gone overboard with it i like how i root for him uh, yeah. i was rooting for masvidal saturday but Yeah, he's still I see how he pushes people the wrong way. And he's just he's really just gone all in.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, with Masvidal, the the thing you see with both their personalities and you you notice one's genuine. And then the other one is a uh, he he took it up because it's, you know, it sells and that's what he needs. Um, Yeah, both Trump guys, uh, both conservatives. But um, yeah, the better man, the better fighter. You know, I think I think when Dana said Dana White said that he would be champion if Kamara Usman was there. I believe him. I believe him. So that welterweight Definitely. division, man, is is stacked. But there's a big difference between one and two, believe it or not, and then two and three, and then the rest of the division. So it's there's like three levels to to that division in my in my opinion. And Styles make fights, man. I ne- I've oh never liked the whole, you know. Stand-up guy versus the wrestler. Cause you know, anyone that's grappling and I'm not going to say it's boring because in real life, if you're fighting against them, you're going to do anything and everything you can't. Right. We were fighting to the death, but it is what it is.
0: How uh I, I've tried to preach on the podcast quite a bit, but just because my interests have changed over the past few years. I, I love UFC. I love boxing. You're a guy that loves both. You're, you, have yeah. a, you hold the title belt for being an expert of course. uh But what, wh- what, what would be your message to people who are maybe fans who are maybe tired of some of their other sports and maybe haven't watched as much combat sports uh it is expensive they do have these pay-per-views once a month or something uh but what would be your pitch to to fans out there to hey give give fighting a shot
1: Give? Do, do you like violence <laughs> that's, that's all i need to know if you say yes then you're gonna like combat sports
0: there's not many uh you know personal fouls called uh, for 15 yeah. yards roughing you know yeah. in in fighting uh, Violence and personality—you
1: get that in in uh, either combat sport. Oh,
0: no so, doubt. Yeah, you see, guys, so the true fighting spirit too. Other sports can yes. talk about if these dudes are literal fighters. We talked about the guys, the Ukrainian boxers, who've gone back to fight for their country. And then there, there's—I wouldn't say all. There's plenty of like, you know moderate or that's the other thing with a lot of fighters i don't know their politics nor do i care yeah. but there's there's a lot of guys that are, are pretty more outspoken conservative guys so that's kind of a reason to watch i don't know don't you have to be
1: outspoken to be a fighter i mean don't you have to kind of be disliked or liked there's always gonna you know so, what i mean
0: it's the one sport to me that you can talk as much as you want because you got to get in there and back it up
1: but i don't think people realize like this is different than any other sport you're locked in in a ring or a cage Mm. you're fighting like imagine that adrenaline imagine talking for two weeks saying you got to back it up there's nobody in there that's going to help you either you're hoping to get a a big cut if you want to quit because you don't want to you know
0: (laughs) yeah no no one's laying a block a block for you no one's setting a screen i mean it's you it's you and him or her and her that's it man Oh, it's the best. Uh, well, we'll finally we'll close with soccer. Okay. That's, that's it for today's show. Um, that's no. <laughs> that was our soccer report. But, uh Fred, man, I, I love chatting with you, brother. I told you, I want to do this more often. Maybe once every couple months. Yeah. It'd be, can align. it'd
1: be great. It'd be great, man. Be great. There's plenty
0: of things to talk about. And I've said many times that we've texted or call each other. I'm like, we should be doing this on a podcast right now. Uh, not all of it. Some of it you need to me.
1: bring back bill barnes oh i know i'm going to start a hashtag bring back bill build back bring better back b- bill. bring back the bill triple, the triple b's <laughs> bring back bill
0: you can make it a fourth bring back bill yeah. barnes if you want
1: the triple b works bring back bill barnes perfect quadruple b's
0: i love it <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny
0: that's a good oh one. he's he's great he's a busy man and and we wish him well i tried to get him on every now and then uh, well, I, I, I
1: see why i see why he uh he, he got off the podcast wow Bill. He, he
0: is an overachiever isn't he
1: wow wow hey, hats off to you my guy yeah, Bravo. yeah. Bravo. Shout, out to,
0: shout out to donna She's keeping what him it in line damn
1: uh... artist <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man no, well, well love for bill Oh, we love it. We love it. Fred, thanks, man. This has been a blast, dude. I appreciate it. Let's do it soon. Let's not wait, you know, a year and a half, maybe uh, just a month or so. And this podcast uh, is is gas operated. So it is powering down here in the next five minutes.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And uh, just for all the viewers, liberalism is a mental disorder. Okay. I'm
0: out. <laughs> there he goes. The one and only Fred Monoblanco. If you want some entertainment, follow him on social media, everybody. All right, Fred. Thanks a lot. All right, Take care, brother. Hey one and only fred Monteblanco, my good friend freddie always appreciate uh his kind words not all of them just some of them but uh no that was a lot of fun fred thanks for coming on it's been a year and a half since you've been on the pod you and i chat quite a bit and uh, again for those Looking for some entertainment on social media. Fred's a good follow. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to have him back on the podcast here in another month or so. Um, but yeah, always a blast catching up with Fred. He's not for everybody, just like my podcast isn't for everybody. But uh, to those that do listen, that do kind of know what you're getting into here on the podcast, I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in on a weekly basis or whenever. So uh, looking for more great guests. Uh, already have a few lined up for next week that we're going to be working on. I'm trying to record those. It's a busy week, right? I try to record in the afternoons if possible, but work schedules don't always uh, work out. So that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. We're all adjusting right now to inflation, gas prices, busy schedules. That's just life. So anyway, I will be back on Tuesday, rambling away, just kind of giving my thoughts on what's going on. Those podcasts should be shorter. I'm trying to get them around 30 to 45 minutes of just me uh, getting straight to the point, but um, should be another episode next Friday with uh, our fun inter- interview with a with a get- great guest so just me tuesdays and a guest conversation on fridays that's the plan if you have any suggestions please throw throw them my way matt uh, excuse me get home Safe podcast at yahoo.com and of course our various social media platforms on facebook instagram and twitter you can find us there uh to ask questions provide some content whatever uh we love hearing from you guys send us some questions or topics Always a blast hearing from the fans out there, even if there's only a few of you loyal listeners. I see how many listen to uh, our our podcast and watch our videos on YouTube. So um, please feel free to subscribe. If you're new to the podcast, subscribe anywhere, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, all those places. And, of course, YouTube, where you can get the video of the conversation. Guys, uh, have a great weekend. Hang in there. Hang in there. Gas prices are high. we got to grind through it together. I'm not going to say we're all in this together because uh, I don't like that phrase anymore, but uh, anyway, I hope everyone has a great, safe weekend. Uh, Eat some good food, get ready for March Madness, the conference tournaments are this weekend. And there's always some good fights on uh, whether it's boxing or UFC or whatever. So NFL free agency, that's been crazy the past few days. That's going to really kick off uh, next week with, uh, with the, with the the signings of free agents, just trades and such right now. But uh, anyway, that's enough for me from Fred. Thanks a lot guys for tuning in. Fred Monteblanco. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for uh, bringing it today on the podcast and to everyone else. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back on Tuesday, but guys, until then, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or rounding third base, get home safe.